Welcome back to the Two Peas on a Pod podcast coming at you on this lovely Tuesday morning. Hope everybody's doing wonderful. It was a nice sunny day in eastern Kentucky today. Felt pretty good, Brother Zach. Yes, it did. I wasn't outside very much, but what I was, it felt pretty good. Yes, it did. It felt very nice. Had to run around and do some things, and uh, it felt very good in eastern Kentucky. Well, how you all been doing? We've been doing mighty fine. Other than a little sickness, as you all can probably hear. Everybody's got a little of that going on. Yes, just about. And uh, I went to the doctor, and my mind is just, I guess, allergies, which I do this every year. This will probably go on until, like, April or May or something. And so hopefully I get over it soon, but we'll see. I tried to sing in church tonight. This is We're recording this on a church night, and... It wasn't the greatest, but you know what? It was as unto the Lord. Well, it was pretty good. It was anointed. That's all that matters. That's what the Bible says to do, as unto the Lord. Yeah, we're recording this on a church night because you're going to be gone this weekend. Yeah, you're going to be gone this weekend at Winter Rally, so we're pre-recording for Tuesday morning on the 18th. Almost a week in advance right here. Yep, and so, but... Got to do what you got to do to get stuff done on the podcast. That's right. But hope you have a good weekend. I'm not going, and uh, I've got stuff going on. I got to do some moving out of my storage unit into this shed here I bought Friday, and got some stuff going. I think I'm gonna go hear your dad preach Saturday at a local youth rally, and on and on. So, oh yeah, we're gonna leave here tomorrow evening, Lord willing. Drive for a while and get a hotel, and then. Drive the rest of the way Friday. Yep, Friday night. And it goes Friday night um, all day Saturday and Sunday morning. Hopefully it's online somewhere I can listen. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be online or not. Probably will be. I'll have to find out. I don't know. I have to to, uh, find out from some folks. But anyway, we're doing good and uh, just trying to get some stuff done and got an old to-do list to get some things going on. We got a... Just a little bit time left here in eastern Kentucky, and then we are headed to ministers' meeting, which oh, yes. is going to be next week when this is uploaded, and uh, going to be heading there with the old motor home and the car, and uh, looking forward to that. I love going to Pigeon Forge. Yes, I do too. I really enjoy it. We're excited about going to ministers' meeting. Have not been to Pigeon Forge since fire conference. Wow. That's unusual. That's crazy. We, we usually go, go like three times a year. You know, we're not that far. We're about five hours or something. Yeah. Four and a half, five hours away. And so we usually go a few times a year. And we have not been back since fire conference, so we're excited to go. We My family's excited. Minister's conference <laughs> since 2020. Right. So yeah. so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. getting to see everybody and getting to be with all of our friends. And we've got some preacher friends going to be there and possibly report record not report 
but record a podcast with some of them. Hopefully. The infamous Mark White of the podcast may be on that day or that week. He might be. We're discussing. If we let him on. We're trying to get his secretary to schedule him in. (laughs) He's awfully busy, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I can't wait for minister's meeting. Um, We're going to go Monday and yeah, we're going to go down that Monday and uh, stay through Thursday morning. And then I've got to pull out Thursday morning because i got to head about, it'll probably take me about 13 hours. i got to go to uh, Texas for my first revival this year. So, anyways, we're leaving Thursday. Got a lot of driving going on oh, yeah. next week. Going I got a lot of driving this week. Yeah. Not as much <laughs> as you, but. Got a lot, a lot that for motor, me. Motorhome don't go. You can't run 80 in that. So yeah. <laughs> I usually run about 60, 65 at the most. And yeah. a lot of weight and pulling a lot of stuff, especially up and down some mountains. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the preaching, singing. Yes, me too. Fellowship and everything. And then, you know, there are some carnal things. Sister Ann Gabbard's like, uh, candy. Oh, yeah. Can't forget that. <laughs> there are some other things like Huck Finn's catfish and Papa John's pizza and some people might have a Papa John's down the road, but we don't. So we always yep. love ordering Papa John's when we, we go down there. We usually get that Krispy Kreme. Don't forget yep. Krispy, Krispy Kreme, Kreme, although I'm on the carb diet. If anybody <laughs> out there listening that would like to send uh, some encouragement on the diet, you can go ahead and do that. I need all the <laughs> encouragement I can get. We're going from now. Let me just give you a little update on the diet here. So last week, <laughs> here the dog out there barking. <laughs> Y'all yeah, probably just heard that. But last week, I made mention of my cousin laughing when she heard that I was on a diet when she just walked past and heard somebody mention it. Well, I was in church again tonight, and uh, my aunt was asking about my diet. She said, how's your diet going? Well, there's a lady that attends our church. She sits right behind her, and they've been good friends. And, we, you know, I was, I've been raised here. And... uh she started dying laughing when somebody mentioned my diet. It was Car- Sister Carla Austin. I mean, she about choked on her candy and everything. <laughs> and uh, I said, really? I said, I'm going to take you two to the altar right now. Have Dad anoint you before the service even starts. And so they started laughing. <clears throat> and then we informed Sister Carla she wasn't able to be here Sunday that we all started our group diet again. So we've got eight of us. We did this three years ago. We went until fire conference, but we didn't start till later. So this year we started in January, and we're going to fire conference. So we got about four months, three three month, three or four months here, and uh, we're going to see who loses the most weight out of the eight of us. And so Sister Carla said she was going to join in when she found out that we was doing it again tonight, and then I started laughing. <laughs> she got on to me, <laughs> and uh, so let me just tell you this real quick. This is. I know this ain't really pertinent to everybody listening, but it's funny to me. So, Sister Carla was my best friend's mom. When I was growing up, Cody was my best friend. Vanessa was my sister's best friend. We was over at their house all the time. They was over at our house all the time. And uh, so, Daniel and Carla, they was standing up for their anniversary one year. And um, Sister Carla is always, I hate to say this on here, she's always been dieting and stuff. And uh, <laughs> she's going to kill me when she hears this. hope she don't hear it. And, uh, no, I don't care really. I'm just carrying on. And so, that, and Dana went bald really early. And so they stood up for their anniversary. And I don't know why I did it, but 
I was Andre. I was younger, and I got him a book. I found two books at the Goodwill, and one of them said from like Fat to Fabulous or something, and the other one said Any Day with Hair is a Good Hair Day. <laughs> and I gave them them books on their anniversary, and it was really funny. But anyhow, that's a little rundown of the diet. So it's going good. So Krispy Kreme ministers meeting will be out. No Krispy Kreme. I'm not year. a huge fan of donuts. You know, I'm not but either. I do really. like Krispy Kreme when ain't. they're hot. I'm not a milk. donut fan. Um, as far as like, I'll eat them, <laughs> but I'm not crazy about them. But now, what I the bad thing will be Papa John's breadsticks because I'm oh, doing the low. So carb. you got to watch talking about food on the podcast because it might strike a nerve on somebody. And then they'll go three months well, talking hope, about it. I hope this just struck a nerve in them to pray for me because I'm going to need all the strength I can get. All right, we better move on. That's enough Moving about on the diet. To the I'll keep you all updated. Feedback. I'm not going to give you my weigh-in every week, though. <laughs> yeah, what's your weight today? But uh, we're going to move on. We got, I don't know how many emails. Got I got a text today. And uh, then the Instagram people have been sending us some stuff. So I got a text today, and it said, Evening, my brother. Just got listening. Just got listening to episode eighteen of the podcast. So that would be shout out to Joshua Stagg's brother Josh. testimony last week, and uh, said I really enjoyed it. My heart was touched to hear a testimony that you can make a comeback. Yes, keep up the good work. And that was from brother Darren Cunnigan. He uh, pastors in Anvil, Kentucky. Yes, sir. So appreciate you, brother Darren, for the for the kind text. And yes. Appreciate you listening. And uh, we got a lot of good feedback. Yeah, um, Josh was really nervous, and he didn't yeah. think he did very good, but he did a good job. It's on only it. been out for and barely not even two days. Yeah, it ain't even been out for two days yet. Maybe <laughs> here in a couple hours, it'll be out for two days. And we've had all kinds of emails, feedback. We've had people in our church um, that listened to it and talked about. It. Actually, his mamaw was up testifying tonight. Yeah, Kelly testified about it. I was listening too. to the podcast. Yeah, my wife testified about listening to the podcast. Yeah. I thought, man, podcast is making it to the well, church. It's, it's helping our church. <laughs> All our wives are like that one. It's helping our church. It's helping them. Hey, tell Kelly it must be helping her. She got them testified about it. She's yep. our, she is the biggest critic, it and my wife is the second biggest critic. Yeah. She listened to like two minutes, not even two minutes of the podcast yesterday, <laughs> and she's not critiquing our guests. She's not re- critiquing our feedbackers she's critiquing me and zach because zach's her brother and she's like i had to turn it off after two minutes i can't even listen to you why would you say that i said just turn it off just let us do our thing but uh yeah thank god for wives excuse my coughing and uh but anyways sometimes you can't live with him but you can't live without him either and uh but we're going to move on we got uh let's see where should i go first let's go to the old Instagram. We've had a lot of people um, send us some things on Instagram, but we got some feedback here. It says, I just wanted to stop by. Thank you for the podcast and Brother Kevin Lloyd's wonderful teaching on the Holy Ghost on the podcast. And uh, I'm thankful we have learned men of God stepping out, making this available. I've been filled for 30 plus years and experience him daily. Wow. 
Yep, that's, that's, a great that's testimony. something to say. That's a great testimony. Yep. But it's always good to hear about him, eagerly anticipating part two. I'm going to stop this feedback to say we got a man in our church, Brother Tim, and uh, he's he's a listener, and he said, "Can you please, can you please just give me yeah, a, a sneak me. peek on part two? Can I please just just hear it? Yeah. I don't want to wait two weeks." And I said, "Sorry, <laughs> bud." And uh, but anyway, it says I appreciate y'all. Thank you, Sister Karen. No. Well, and, that's great. Uh, and so that was Brother David No's wife. Yeah. Um, I believe there in, uh, what was the name of that town there? I was just there a while back. I, I can't remember know. the name. I'm so sorry. You forgive me. <laughs> Brother Chris McKinney is the pastor. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It'll come to me later. I can't remember exactly the name of the town, but they pastor a, pastor a good church there. We had a wonderful time with them folks. And uh, it says, this is the first of your podcast I've heard, but I'm going back to listen to the others. May God bless and reward your work. So she's going to go back and binge listen. Well, so thank the Lord thankful for that. For that and <laughs> hope they enjoy it. Yeah, that was a good uh, podcast. That was good with Brother Kevin. And yeah, the other one's good, too. I've heard it, but uh, it's not out yet. But, you know, this March will make 20 years since I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Well, that's pretty good. You're only 28. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty good. Be 20 years in March. This is going to bother me. i got to figure out the name of that town. It's going to bother me. I'm going to have to go back. Danville. Yep. Go back on the old preaching log on Microsoft Excel. <laughs> figure it out. Danville, Kentucky. Anyways, we got another feedback. Dear Brother Zach. Oh, wonder I what probably, this is about. Yeah, really. I it, do people like, only talk to me for one reason. <laughs> I do like steak or any other meat for that matter. Done enough so there's no pink in it. Oh, that's good. So I would have to take your side for I'm that. I'm sorry, I kind of I kind of said that with a negative tone. God bless whoever this is. <laughs> and uh, it says, I don't like pink stuff because I read in some far-off places there are worms and uncooked meat, so make sure your meat is cooked enough to kill all the bugs and parasites. Right, I agree with that. I don't know about bugs and parasites. I, I don't know about that. I agree no. with it. But anyways, there's somebody. And uh, that was uh, Brother Josiah Lewis. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so we know him. Yes, and uh, so thank you, brother Josiah. Brother we got Josiah, another one. Me and you agree. Thank Very, you for writing in. We're just gonna pass through that. <laughs> Anyways, I don't agree. I absolutely loved brother Johnny's episode. That was it. Yeah, that's the email. Well, we had a lot of good feedback on this. Yeah, too. that was brother Kyle Wilson. <laughs> we know who that is. And uh, but anyways, <laughs> excuse sorry me, for brother Zach's cough. <laughs> Um. Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback on Brother Johnny's episode. A lot of people enjoyed that, and the listeners have still climbing. Actually, that's one. It's not the most listened to episode, but it's up there, and yep. probably the top three or four. And uh, and so we appreciate that. And then here's another email it says today's podcast was great with Brother Kevin Lloyd. Again, wonderful yep. interview about the Holy Ghost. Can't wait for part two on why we need him. And that was from my grandma. All right. So thank Sister you, Mamaw Betty from Dayton, Ohio. They attend Dryden Road Church. Yes, and, they're uh, so great people. Thank you for my grandparents listening. And uh, we got some more feedback. You want to read some of these? You want me to read them all? Um, it don't matter. <laughs> and uh, you, you got go the ahead. email pulled up? I'll pull it up right now. I think we got three or four more past this Here one. Here we go. Who? I'm going to read this one, and uh, it says, We enjoy listening to the podcast. We are excited to hear more of the Why I Believe series. Well, as of right now, there's only been one put out, 
But let me tell you, we've got a lot in store. I've yes. got, I don't know how many already pre-recorded. And because uh, we we do a lot of pre-recording because of me and Brother Zach's jobs are a little bit conflicting. And, uh, and so anyways, I've already got several months already pre-recorded and I'm excited for everybody to listen to it. So it says our children gladly listen along. We appreciate Brother Kevin Lloyd, what he had to share today. God bless you guys and your work to spread the word. By the way, steaks are well done at our house. Praise God. That was from Brother Jake and Sister Deb Dale. Well, those They live in people. Dayton, Ohio, and they attend Brother Todd Hatcher's church uh-huh. in oh, Hamilton, right. Ohio. Yeah, I know who that is now. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, he actually grew up around my dad. He was yeah. good friends, and so he, he's known me a long time. And uh, so Brother Todd Hatcher is going to be on. Um, yes. He's got a two-part episode for the podcast. It'll be on eventually. Yep. And uh, so we got a couple more emails if you want to go ahead. All right. I got one here. It says, hello, Brother Austin and Brother Zach. Started listening to your podcast this week. I've never followed a podcast before. So we are one of the first, I guess we're the first podcast that this listener has followed. So that's awesome. Three more to listen to, and I'll be uh, caught up. I enjoy both the lighthearted ones and the more serious ones. Loved the one where Brother Kurt Cordell shared all the healing testimonies. Shout out to your dad. My prayers, yes, my prayers since the beginning of the year has been, let the fruits of the Spirit be evident in our lives and the gifts of the Spirit be evident in our churches. I'm looking forward to the Why We Believe episodes. God bless you, Sister Carol Roberts. So, Sister Carol Roberts, thank you so much for listening. Yes. We appreciate that. Wonderful. Sister Carol's a good woman from Indiana. And uh, her husband, Brother Tim Roberts, was a great man and a preacher friend of ours. And uh, we appreciate the Roberts family. We've known them for a very long time. Yes, I remember that town. That's Metamora, Indiana. Yes. I didn't have to look that one up. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great people. Can't beat them. What else you got? Let's see here. Oh, I got here. I'll read another one. And then I'll let you make the apology. (laughs) We have an apology to make here. First time we're apologizing. So I'll read one before we get to that. This one has five stars at the top of it. And it's not a review, but they went ahead and put five stars in That's pretty anyway. Cool. So that was off That's the nice cool subject. And it says, hello, just wanted to write in and say how much I love y'all's podcast. I am Stephanie Lambert Simmons. I attend Greenville Full Gospel Church, where my dad, Tim Simmons, is the pastor. We have known y'all for several years now. Yes, we have. I knew Zach and Kelly before they got married. They are awesome friends. We got to know them. Uh, through brother john zach's uncle we have been the best of friends with the cordles and love them dearly it has been a blessing and encouragement to me you guys crack me up thank you for being that light in the darkness keep on doing what you're doing oh by the way the only way to eat a steak is medium well with a one sauce well at least they have a one sauce in there <laughs> and she put lol my brother will still eat ketchup with his steak lol so that's just like some friend of ours I just wanted to let y'all know you're making a difference, and I look forward to listening to all your podcasts. God bless. So thank you, Sister Stephanie, for writing in. We've been friends with the Simmons yes. for a long time with them and, and we have, Tim Simmons. We have both been to that church. Yes, we have. So, and uh, it's been a long very time good since I've been. Uh, we was at their house. We were staying at their I think we were staying at their house, and we was either staying there or we was there a lot through the day. And... Uh, 
they uh, I think they asked Kelly to cut the lettuce up or something, <laughs> and that was been um, a long time ago before she was married. She didn't even really know how to cut the lettuce <laughs> up, and it was really funny at the moment. But anyway, yes, we've had some good times there. You know, in that email, she said you guys cracked me up. She did. That means we're funny. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You reckon it cracks her up that we're funny, or it cracks her up? Because she's like, you know, these guys. Sometimes are, people crack me up when they're not funny because I think they're sort of crazy. I don't know. Could be that. Could be. I hope not. <laughs> Sometimes I try to be funny, but then I have some people that tell me I'm not funny. So I don't know. I try to be sometimes. Yeah, but Kelly said don't. Yeah. She's y'all help pray for her. She needs help. <laughs> she can be a bad critic. I think she well, needs to take it easier on me. Yeah, I do too. Anyways, we better. She we, probably won't though. So she's probably going to criticize this one. That's what she needs. This is this is exactly <laughs> what she needs right here. More of it. Oh, goodness. all right. Go ahead, Austin, with the apology. Honey, I, I still apology. love you. Not that apology. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do have an apology to make, and that is uh, was it the last episode? I've, yeah, I, th- I think I so. I we was reading I some. Was. I th- well, you was reading some feedback. I think it. Yeah, you was reading some feedback, and it was from uh, Brother John Roberts Church. Said my dad is Brother yes. John Roberts, and so we on and so forth. And we automatically assumed that it was Jordan Roberts, and we were both incorrect. Yes, we were. For some reason, as long as we've known the Roberts family, we forgot about Isaac. Well, I probably just went and thinking that he was old enough to ride in. You know, I've, I always think about him being young because it's just been a while. He's probably a teenager now. I know. It's you know how hard to believe. Grow up. He might be driving. We don't know. Who knows? But anyways, Brother Isaac, you ride in. Tell us how old you are. But uh, we are so sorry. We thought she was Brother Jordan. Brother Jordan emailed me and said, that was not me. That was my brother. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I will make a public apology on the podcast we are sorry to Brother Isaac Roberts for thinking you were Brother Jordan. But anyways. Please well, forgive us. Yeah, please forgive us. Anyways, let's move on. We don't want to hold you too long today. But we're going to do the scripture of the day. I don't know. We ain't done this in a while, have we? Nope, don't we seem haven't. like we have. We're going to do the scripture of the day. And that scripture is, Brother Zach, Hebrews chapter 11, yes. verse number 7. Yes, it Do you is. have it? Yes, let me read it. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. It says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. So we're going to talk about for a few minutes on don't be ashamed to be a child of God. Don't be ashamed to be holiness. And And so these sons... These three sons, Noah had a wife, three sons, three daughter-in-laws. Everybody knows there was eight people on the ark. They worked on that same ark for what history says from, seven, from some 70 to 80 years they worked on the ark. God spoke to Noah, told him 120 years. That's the deadline. Mankind's over. 120 years. My spirit will not always strive with man. And, uh, and so then later on, in the Bible, we read that God told Noah to build an ark, and then he had, you know, we, we read that he had three sons, they had gotten right. married, 
and uh, and so historians say, Bible scholars say, um, when you study that out, that they worked on the ark from some seventy to eighty years. And so, how many times do you think that their other family? Because I often think about the daughter-in-law's parents, mm-hmm. the daughter-in-law's siblings. How many times do you think the townspeople and the family and friends in the town said, "What are y'all doing? Yeah, how how many years you're going to spend?" On that ark, we don't. They, they didn't understand. Made fun of them and mocked them, spending all of their lives surrounded by one word. Yep. Ark. Yep. Spending all their money on the ark. Yep. All their time on the ark. What are you doing tomorrow? Working on the ark. What are you doing in the next day? Working on the ark. What are you doing twenty years from now? Working on the ark. Yep. <laughs> Every single day. Yeah, their whole life was spent and revolved around the ark. And they was, you know, that, like I said, that's probably all they knew for a long period of their life. Yeah. Was all they knew was that ark, ark, ark. But it was their, it was their salvation. And they were working on that for, yeah. you know, who knows how long, um, decades upon decades they worked upon right. that. And like you said, no doubt people criticized them. And we know that the, the people were evil and they were ungodly. And they didn't understand what was going on. And you can compare that so easily to what's going on in our day. The, the people are ungodly. The world is so far away from God. People my age and your age, and especially even a little younger now, they don't even know really about God. They don't know what. Right. Uh, they don't even hardly know what Easter is. Some of them don't know what really Christmas is about. You remember that one time your dad was at McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking of when yeah. I said that. He was at McDonald's and he was telling that young girl. Uh, was it Easter? Yep. Yeah. He said, Jesus Christ rose from the dead today. Well, that's what we're celebrating today. She said, no, he didn't. Yeah. She didn't know. Yeah. She said, no, he didn't. You're kids. She was a nice girl. She yeah. wasn't trying to be a smart aleck. She no just idea. thought dad was carrying on, and uh, she did not know. And, and we got people like that that are ungodly. And, you know, they harp. They they don't like it a lot of times. We talk, I talked about this other night in church, exhorted on it. And uh, just while I was leading service, you know, they look at the way we raise our kids and they say, all y'all, all y'all teach them is going to church. All y'all teach them is about Jesus. And, uh, you know, some of our people homeschool and they don't like that. And so they're always, you know, they're they're too sheltered and this and that. And that that's all they'll ever know. They won't know how to interact with people. <coughs> they won't know how to live in society and this and that. But I tell you, they don't need to know everything. Um, I told him, I said, have you seen the young people that haven't been sheltered lately? Have you seen what they're doing to their yeah. cities and to the towns and they're wreaking havoc across the yeah. nation and burning towns burning down? Their, they're burning their own They've hometown down. For them to be sheltered a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I, you can look at many, many people that were homeschooled and raised in church. I tell you, if there's any homeschoolers listening, first of all, shout out to you. And if there's any homeschool moms and dads out there, and uh, y'all are capable of doing it. You know, I know it's not for everybody, and I don't, I don't say it's for everybody. But if you can, and you are, and you're willing to to make that sacrifice, then hats off to you, and thank God for you um, for doing that. I, I truly believe God will bless you for doing what you can to help your children, and to just like Noah did. You know, he put him building that ark, and on that ark. And he saved his household, Brother Austin, by doing that. And I, I think it's a great thing um, to teach your kids and do what you can. You know, 
people say they always told my mom, uh, you know, they're not going to know how to act. And they're not going to know how to socialize. But you take them to church, put them in a Sunday school class, put them in a youth group, take them to youth camp, take them to youth rally, let them hang out in the fellowship hall. They're going to be just fine. They'll have plenty. They'll have all the socialization they need right. going to a good Bible believing faith-based church i want to say something right here it might be a tiny bit of a rabbit trail but if you've got children and i know i'm only 30 i've got five kids and they're six and under so you forgive me i'm still young but i am a child and i've got eyeballs i can look around but one thing that you know i'm young but the bible don't change just because i'm 30 right and uh one thing i want to say here is if you've got children don't discipline or punish or ground your children from church activities. Don't use a church camp or a church youth rally or a choir or anything to do with the church whatsoever as leverage or punishment to your children. If your children are acting up or whoever you're over and they're not doing right, you don't want to withhold church from them. You want to shove it to them. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to do that. That might be a little rabbit trail, but that kind of aggravates me um, when, when I see people like, oh, you did this, you messed up, you ain't going to youth camp. I'm like, that's where they need to go. <laughs> you know, they need to hear preaching so they won't do that again. You know, but anyways, Noah's sermon, we're talking about Noah, Noah's sermon itself was, come on the ark. Yes. Come on the boat. His sermon was just a couple words. Flood's coming. Yep. The flood's coming. Well, what'd he say? The rain's coming. Can you imagine Noah telling everybody rain's coming? What's rain? We don't know what rain is. Right. Oh, water's coming from the sky. You know exactly what they did. There ain't no way. They's laughing, mocking him, telling him he was ignorant. Rain had never came from the sky. That's what the book of Genesis tells us, yep. where it says every plant of the field before it was in the earth, every herb of the field before it grew, the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. There was not a man to till the ground, but there went up mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. It had never rained before. And so Noah had a message. There's a flood coming. There's judgment coming. He had never seen a flood. He had never seen judgment. He'd never seen water coming from the sky, but he had a word from the Lord. Right. And I'll tell you, you know what we're doing right now? I've never seen Jesus, but that song says, but I will. Yeah. I've never seen the rapture. I've never heard that trumpet sound. I've never seen the wrath of God right. come upon this world like it's about to, but I will. And that's it. We got, you know, Noah had a word from God. We've got a word from God. Yes. Yep. And Noah... Moved with fear, the Bible said. He moved with fear because of that word. And he built an ark, and he saved his household. And that's what I'm trying to do, Austin, with my children. I'm trying my best to build a place of safety. Now, we know that that ark was Jesus. Yes. And, or type of Jesus, rather. And Jesus is the ark that's today. That's what First Peter 3 tells us. Yes. And if, we, if we're going to be saved from the flood... From the you know the, the destruction that is yes. doomed that is coming upon this earth, then we're going to have to be saved. But until that, I want to uh, use it as a little bit different of a metaphor. But I want to build an ark for my children. In other words, I want to build a place of safety in my home. Right. I want to make my home a sanctuary. Like I said, I talked about this in church the other night. The ones that are listening, they'll remember it probably. But 
Um, I want to make it a sanctuary. And right after I got done talking about that, Austin, and I pray that, you know, from time to time, Lord, let this house be a sanctuary. And especially, I think, if when they get older and get out in the world a little bit, and when they come home, let it, let it be a place that the Holy Ghost dwells in, and that they know that they can come home and they can find a place of prayer and a place of the Spirit of God. And I was talking about that in church on Sunday, and Monday we went home, and uh, we was praying in the house, and my oldest boy, who was six years old, he got to praying, and the Lord got to moving on him, and he began to cry, and the Holy Ghost was moving on him, and he got up and he claimed the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and right there in our house, in our living room, and we he had prayed real good at church a while back, and uh, we thought he may have gotten the Holy Ghost that night at church but he didn't claim it and so we didn't you know i didn't tell him to i just told him you know to keep praying and uh, he claimed it there the other night at the house and so i thank the lord for that and you know you can build a safe place for your kids you know my mom and dad did for me when i was at home i knew it was a place that i could pray i could go to my dad's office i went many times to my dad's office and i'd get down right. on my knees and pray and we'd pray about things and i tell you i sure want to do that for my children well you know in different countries like during wartime or whatever they have like a u.s embassy Right, you know, in a different in a different area. So you might meet a different country, but you get to that U.S. embassy, you've got the power of the United States behind you. Yes, there's a sanctuary right in the middle of war, right in right. the middle of sin, right in the middle of everything that's going on. And so that's what you're saying when your kids come home from public school, if that's where they go, if they come home from uh, just Walmart. Yep. My goodness, Walmart's unbelievable. I know you got to go. you got to eat and get you some water and diapers and formula and right. so on and so forth. But my goodness, if you just go through Walmart, you feel like you're just plum dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable the stuff you see at Wally World. Yep. And, uh, you know, when you come out from the world just going out to eat, going to Walmart, just doing your going to work, you come home, man, you just come home. And you're just like, man, for the Holy Ghost, you know, yeah. I want him to reside yes, me in too. my home. And, you know, uh, no one, including Noah, had ever seen rain from the sky, but he believed God. Right. And his family believed him and believed God. I want my family to believe me. Yes. If I walk in my house and I tell my wife, and uh, I know we was criticizing earlier, but my wife's, <laughs> my wife's pretty awesome lady. She's a hard worker, and um, she's just a good holiness woman. And uh, I, when I walk home, when I go home, I want to walk in. If I say, Kelly, the Lord said, I want her to say, okay. Yes. I want my kids to say, okay. Yeah. I know they're young now, but <laughs> kids know stuff. There's a brother Chris in our church the other day. How old's Gabriel? I mean, he's just a young guy. Yeah, and, uh, he's it's probably, probably a year or two ago. Um, he was just walking around, and somebody said, what are you doing, Gabriel? No, that was Grant. Oh, was it Grant? Yeah. Okay, it was Grant's Grant. Grant's even younger. Yeah, he's even Grant's younger. Grant's probably... Okay, I thought it was Gabriel. Yeah. He's probably, what, seven right now, so he was, this was when yeah. he was like he's five, five or six. Old. He said, what are you doing? No, he said, funny. He said, I'm just walking around feeling God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they know stuff. Uh, they hear stuff. Yes, they do. And, uh, but I tell you what, now I want to say this right here, and when the door finally shut, yeah. the Lord shut the door, and one of these days, the rapture's going to take place. Right. And to go in that first load as the bride, the door's going to shut. Yep. And that could, I couldn't only imagine, if you've ever been to Sight and Sound and seen Noah, oh my goodness, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it is. That play is. And uh, But when that door shuts, 
Could you imagine? Maybe the daughter-in-law's parents came running and screaming. We believe now. Because every every raindrop, I, I remember you preaching that one time. Every raindrop from the first one, judgment, judgment, yeah. judgment. Mercy was gone, but judgment. Yeah. And banging on the door. Noah let us in, but he couldn't. The Lord yeah. shut the door. Why did the Lord have to shut the door? Noah couldn't shut it. Nope. That's just my little opinion there. Noah couldn't shut the door in all humanity, but the Lord yeah. shut that door and nobody could come in. They'd had they'd had seventy to eighty years to come in that place. Yeah. Some of them can you imagine, no doubt some of them helped build that ark. Yeah. I mean I, a lot of the details aren't there, but just think about it. Yeah. A lot of them probably helped build that ark, and they died lost, banging on that door, and the rain's coming, the rain's come. And I'll tell you what, after all them people screaming, all them people that laughed and mocked, could you imagine hearing that? No. Imagine people screaming, I believe now, I believe now, but now it's too late. Noah and his family are huddling around, judgment's over, everybody's dead, they feel the boat floating on the water, and then Noah looks around at his family. I've often said it in a message I've got. Everybody's holding hands to the dinner table, getting ready to pray that night. Judgment's already been over. Everybody's killed. And he looks, I can only imagine him looking around. You know, Noah's human. I'm human. I can only imagine looking around at my wife and my three sons and three daughter-in-laws. It was worth it. Yep. It was worth all the ridicule. It It was worth all the mocking and the laughter. Whose kids are better off now? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. All those years of... The ark, the ark, the ark, it paid off, didn't it? It paid off big time. It saved his house. Yeah. What did the party do for him then? Yeah. You know, what did the Budweiser do for him then? Yep. What the cigarettes and the drugs and the pornography and the sports, what all what all that stuff do for him then? Nothing. Right. All that mattered was the ark. Yeah. So back to the parents. I know we're young, and uh, we've got children of our own, but they're young. But to the parents who are striving to get their kids to youth camp and buy new clothes for camp and get the money to send them there and registration fees and snack fees and doing all you can. I, I remember my father-in-law, <clears throat> he was talking, you know, that he didn't make a lot of money when his kids were younger. And uh, he said he remembered, you know, he would have to make sacrifices in order to send them, but he would always send his kids, which my wife and her brother he said he would always send them, and he sometimes have to do the extra things to get the money and send them. But I tell you what, it's worth it. It's paid off. It's worth it. Who you know whose kids are better off now? So to all you parents, hats off to you for raising them in a in a holiness church, getting up on Sunday mornings and driving them to Sunday school and putting up with the crazy of getting there because we all know as yeah. kids Sunday mornings can be a hassle. Sunday morning for scramble. you mothers, all with the young babies, it can everything can be a hassle. Every oh, service is a hassle. Yeah. But I tell you, it'll be worth it after a while. It'll pay off. I know just a few Sundays ago, my kids didn't go to bed till after 3 a.m. <laughs> Me and my wife was about to pull our hair out. It was 3.30 before we went to bed. 3.29 when I turned from looking at the clock. And you know what? We had Sunday school the next morning. Yes. And I tell you, I'll admit it. I probably didn't get a whole lot out of that Sunday school. I was tired. <laughs> but that's well, the way it happens when you got a bunch of young kids. Speaking of bed, Austin, I'm going to head that way. Yep, it's getting late. <laughs> We're recording late tonight, and I got to get up early and go to work in the morning. Well, we got one last scripture to read. All right, and we're ahead. getting off here. And this is what we're trying to get to: First Peter three, and it says, "For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being 
put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, right. when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, that's it, eight souls, eight souls. were saved by water, the like figure whereunto even baptism doeth also now save us, not putting away a filth of flesh, but the answer of good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. They laughed, they mocked. Noah lived holy, they laughed. Noah preached, not a single convert. You know, and I may preach, we may preach to this whole country, but Noah's main goal was I got to save my family. That's right. And that's still the preacher's, that's still the dad, not even preaching. That's right. still the dad's yes, number one goal is to raise my family in church. Yes, that's exactly right. That is 100% right. If I if I go around and, and gain everybody and lose my own family, then I failed as a, as a parent, yes. as a husband, and as a father. Now, I'm not saying that. You know, some uh, sometimes good people's kids backslide, and, right. and there's nothing you can do. Sometimes nothing you can do, but we've got to give our best. We've got to give it our best shot, a hundred percent. We've got to give everything. Well, just like we your can. dad said the other morning, train up a child in the way they should go. When they get all they want, depart from. That's a proverb. That's a general rule. Right. A lot of times that's the way it goes, but that's not a hundred percent. But most of the time, I know when yes. I backslid as a teenager, I couldn't run from it. He followed me everywhere. But right now, as we end this podcast, Brother Zach's going to take us off here. The door is open right now. Anytime, anytime he can come back for this church. That's right. And the door is open. The question is, will you be ready? That's right. The Lord held the door open for a while on the ark. But then when it was time, it was shut. So while there's time, get on the ark. Get your kids, bring your family in, and take them to heaven with you. God bless you, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday morning. You're singing and talking at the same time. I'm t- yeah, I'm, I can do that kind of stuff. See I'm you a ventriloquist. See you later. I don't want to live life on the edge. I'd rather live.